Hi, my name is Rebecca Stark. And I'm Kate Smith, and welcome to the third episode of Speak Rose Gold, the podcast. Today on our show, we're going to explore the concept of choosing to take the hard road and what that means, why it is the most rewarding route, and, you know... Anything else we feel like Anything else that pops up into our heads. You know. Um, (laughs) So, first and foremost, though, thank you, thank you, thank you guys for um, the support. Middle of the week, we had over 70 downloads, which is, like, out of control. that clap. Um, (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) So good. We discovered Um, that. Yeah. (laughs) We really like the sound effects. But for real, thank you all so much for listening. Um, It feels nice. You never go into these things thinking anyone cares about what you have to say. Um, so yeah. just 70 plus downloads is a feat and we are so excited. So welcome to the third show. Yay. <laughs> We're very excited. This has been so much fun. Um, and just hearing feedback from people saying like it really, you know, listening to you guys made me laugh or even if just gave you something to do, distracted you. I've had people say it helped me get through this or do that. And, you know, I don't know, like that's what we're here for. And I think it's just been great. So why don't we get into this episode? Let's do it. Yeah. <clears throat> so first thing, first question, um, what does it mean to you to take the hard road? Becca? Um, so for me, taking the hard road really has more to do with um, being presented with different scenarios and picking the outcome that is best for your future self versus what is best feeling in immediate gratification moment. Um, That thinking in the future and thinking about what is going to benefit you um, 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road is really hard to do because it's a lot easier to say this satisfies me right now. (laughs) Um, So to me, that is taking the hard road. Yeah, I agree with that completely. That instant gratification, and especially now with the way society is and social media, when people don't get that instant gratification, it's like a, like an ender. Like They're like, wait, what? Did I have to actually wait for this and work for this? And I agree with you. Um, I, I struggle with it daily. <laughs> yeah? I think, I mean, yeah. Because that's the thing about taking the hard road is it's not a, it's not a one a one choice, like a one direction chosen. And then you're like, okay, this is just it. Like it's no, it's a whole bunch of little choices <laughs> that result in one yeah. outcome and a whole bunch of little hard decisions. Yes. But I, I, it's, I don't think it's all or nothing either. So I don't want us to, to put that stamp on it that if you don't take the hard road in step one, you're done yeah, and you, you are therefore st- going to settle for the rest of <laughs> you your don't life. Have to be stubborn about it. Um, little, little baby changes over and over again, little tiny hard decisions. Um, but the hard decisions get easier as you go. As you go. Oh, what is it for you? I didn't ask so you about that's fine. <laughs> Well, in my, in your defense, I just kind of started talking. Um, so for me, I would agree. I think it's thinking about your future, um, and thinking about what you're doing in that moment and how that's going to impact you down the road. So I definitely agree with that. Um, I, for me to take the hard road, 
Something that I love to say and I have said all the time is nothing worth it is ever easy. And that is something that I have written down in multiple places. I have just all over the place. It's like a daily reminder. Um, Nothing worth it is ever easy. And that's just kind of how my life has been. And we'll talk a little bit more about us specifically in the next question. But I just, I don't know. I have been in both situations where I've chosen the easy way out and then I've chosen the hard route. And it's like, I've just come to realize that the hard route is so much more satisfying because you worked for it. And that, it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference when you're actually working for something and fulfilling. Like, it's very fulfilling to know, like, holy crap. Like, I have gone through so much and worked so hard for however long it has been. But look where I am right now. It's a real sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I mean, because you can feel accomplished in in something small. But when you feel accomplished in something big, it feels big. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. I agree. So looking back, um, when was there a time that you distinctly remember choosing to take the hard road? And how do you think that helped shape your success? Um, for me, I think it's probably school um, and just like certification processes and things like that. So just continuing education for me um, is probably the the hardest but most rewarding road road <laughs> most rewarding road um that i've I'm i've not taken cutting that. <laughs> <laughs> most rewarding road that i've taken um because i i get a lot out of the education and continued wor- uh learning that i seek out um you know whether it be promotion or something in that way you know I've, I've gotten these little incremental steps up but also um the way that I'm able to work uh because of my accreditation and, and kind of what comes behind what I'm willing to put into it it allows me to be more autonomous in my work because with those certifications with the, that education um comes just some implied trust with most of my bosses that I've had. And I think that it allows me to be more creative and get a lot more out of my day to day because I don't do well under, um, you know, someone's thumb, frankly, I need a little space to be creative. Um, and I think that that's something that education provides, whether it's right or wrong. Um, but it's a long journey, right? Um, so would you say, when you, because I remember when I met you, you were in school. I think you were about to get your associates. Maybe that probably and you were about sounds to go right. Into your bachelor's. That sounds right. And I remember you saying, like, one of the first things you were like, "Well, I'm gonna get my master's." Yeah. Like you've and you've always said that. And so, like, from what you're saying, I want you to know, listeners. Though <laughs> I <laughs> sidebar, I took a few years off but before okay. going back Who to college. Cares? Which, but I think that there be there's a certainty in that. Um, you were ready. I I knew what I wanted going into it, which I don't think a lot of 18 year olds going into college feel. And so if you do not go into college thinking, I'm going to get my master's degree, I just wanted to sidebar. That doesn't mean you'll never get one. No, no, no. No, no. What I'm, (laughs) but yes, yes, yes. No, we can't all be, she's, you'll get to know she, when she says something, she's going to freaking do it. Um, and so I was just making the point. type A. That (laughs) you. I was just making the point that you've always 
you've always like projected like that was what you were going to do. You were very sure about it, at least like from an outsider's view. I believe in speaking, um, in putting it out in the universe. Yeah, yeah speaking universe, your existence your into the universe. Out there. Yeah. And so from what you're saying, it's like you knew that going into like you were in your associates and you were like, I'm going to get my master's. Like, even though you knew that was probably going to be the next the hardest, you know, years of your life for trail yeah no and I I do because when you go into it and I feel that way about education anyway and that's why I feel like you you should make a decision because I also for clarification do not believe everyone should go to college um I think if you're a hands-on worker and school was never your route you pay thousands of dollars to fail or not because you're not smart enough to do it but because you're uncomfortable in the classroom you should go into trade work. There's nothing wrong with that. I am not a, I, you know, I am um, a book learner. I like being behind the computer. That's where I thrive. So I had to make that decision. And, you know, going into an education like that, you have to know. And I can only imagine what it's like to be, you know, like an MD going into okay. that and know that you're going to be a doctor because even my route of, you know, six and a half years of education, it's knowing the next six and a half, seven years of my life is in school and, you know, in my twenties when everyone else is getting drunk at bars <laughs> and also like I'm signing up for a lot of debt, lifelong debt, realistically. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the payoff, but the payoff is big and I, and I don't disagree with that. So, and again, props out there to anyone who has like a higher education in general, because I know going into it, it's so daunting, or at least it was for me that I'm like anybody who became a real doctor. I'm like, whoa, you were, you were dedicated to your game. Um, but it is, it's a big daunting task. And it's, I think in order to finish it, I had to speak it into existence. I had to be like, this is what's going to happen. Like, Oh, is she really going to do that? There's like that no, you know why? And this is because, so, you know, I, I forget nothing, friends. <laughs> I might <laughs> I may have moved on, but I did not forget what happened. <laughs> um, I had an old boss. He was my boss at my first restaurant job. He has since passed, so I, I won't speak ill of his name. But he I was. Um, you know, I was actually still in high school and we were just talking about the general idea of college. And he said, oh, so you're going to go to college so that you can work in a restaurant. Cool. Way to waste your mommy and daddy's money. And there were so many pieces of that comment that made me want to punch him in the throat that I was like, I will go to college (laughs) and I will use my degree. (laughs) Nothing fuels. That is where we are very well. We're very similar in a lot of ways, but nothing fuels our fire more. And telling me I can't do it. Than telling us that we can't do something. Because then we're like, not only am I going to do this, but I'm going to do it so well that you're going to wish that you could have done it. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be like, well I, I never could have done, done it. I did like it. Yeah. <laughs> Get up off me. That is, though. That I, I will say when I That's really funny. had bad nights in college, I was like, just wait. Nope. Yep. And for clarification, it wasn't going to be my mommy and daddy's money regardless. Not because they <laughs> yeah. wouldn't want to, but because That's it wasn't. That's how we grew up. Um, but when I would be like up late and think, oh, I don't care. I'm just not going to turn in this assignment. I would think of that man and him well, saying that you. I would not do it. I know. Thank you. You got to thank the haters at some point. Cause it's like, 
let them hate, let them, let them feel your fire, let them push you. If you know what, cause that's the thing that just, that stems from insecurity. And so it's like, okay, well you can go ahead and on be insecure about yourself, but I'm going to do this. And for clarification, I don't mean that in the sense of working in a restaurant is bad. I think no, that your job is actually Hello. really hard and that's why I don't want to have a degree in working in a restaurant. So definitely. Not I just wanted that. to clarify that it's because I really struggle staying up past nine o'clock. And so all of you can do something my body physically has turned against. She was fine. I was very sleepy. She did fine. Um, but funny you say that because for me, same question, same, same question, same answer. Um, actually it's funny. So a time when I took the hard road. So when I was, I was 17 and I was in my senior year and as most seniors, you start looking for, well, let's be real. I probably started my junior year looking for colleges, where you want to go, thinking about where you're going to spend the next four years of your life. Well, me, I was thinking of where I was going to go and never come back from. Um, so <laughs> That's because she grew up in Michigan, y'all, in case it's you were wondering. <laughs> no, no, it's um, also gross. <laughs> in the winter, it's hey, not guys, the most fun. Hey, guys, make sure you lock your cars, but take a little trip around Detroit. See if you, who you agree with. <laughs> No. My mother's also from Detroit. I love the ladies from Detroit. Yeah. Um, moms are also, very her mother, well. I love dearly, um, but I still don't understand why you would ever want to live there. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> <laughs> in Detroit's defense, I was living in Ann Arbor when I peaced out. Fair um, enough. So, so <laughs> I... <laughs> I was taking it a little different, and I remember the moment my mom looked at me, and she said, well, where, what are you thinking about for college? And I just started listing off all the places that I had applied. They all had one thing in common. They were not close to Michigan. Um, because I was just not like... cold. <laughs> that is true. It was Texas, Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, Texas South Carolina. Um, I got into Texas, but I chose, I actually, yeah, I got into a lot of different places and I chose South Carolina because everybody was real nice there. Um, <laughs> so anyway, South Carolina is a great school. It is a great school. Um, so I chose to leave. That was one of the hardest things because I was like, here I am. I could stay in Michigan. I could live rent free. I could get a job. I knew people like I could have taken the easy way. I could have stayed and gone to school there. I, you know, it's Michigan. Also it's, a great school. <laughs> A very but great cold school. and um, in Michigan. But and as much as this will, my some of my family will hate this, I would have went to state over Michigan. Um, but anyway, so Ooh, I she said it here first. <laughs> um, I've said that actually a lot, and they love it every time. But I chose to instead pack up my car and drive and move 800 miles away where I knew no one to go off to school to pursue my career. And funny enough, the summer before I left, I had a few people that were, well, they still are family members. Um, I didn't, you know, cut them off, but they actually said the words, you'll be back. You'll never make it. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. And I remember thinking the same thing you did when your old boss said that to you. I was like, watch me, bruh, watch me. And so what did I do? I left. And every single year that I would come home, there was this like air of like, oh, is she coming back? She coming back. But then we were at 10 years and it's like, oh, she's really not coming back. And I'm like, yeah. And look what I've built for myself. So was it, was it hard? It was the hardest thing I've ever had to do to move away. I remember when my mom dropped me off at my dorm and when they left and I was truly by myself for the first time in my entire life. And it was like, 
that moment of holy crap I have to take care of myself I have to make like I'm 17 years old it was like I had I was like what am I doing and I just I remember bursting into tears because I was so nervous and like I was like how am I gonna do this it was like I was so sure of myself up until that moment that I was alone and then I was like wait no I can't do this and so even in that moment I remember thinking maybe I'll just call my mom and have her come get me and I was like no you can't do that. You've already made the decision. You've already made the hard decision. Now you get to live it out and see what happens. And so for me, like, if I hadn't done that, I have no idea where I would be right now. I wouldn't have met my husband. I wouldn't be as happy as I am. I wouldn't have the life that I do. And I'm I'm so thankful that 17-year-old Kate said, y'all can take your opinions and F off, and I'm going to show you what I can do by myself, what I can do. So that was what, that was my, that was like my first moment of where I took the hard road and I saw how, how it was like paying off that I made the future decisions to take the hard road because I knew it was going to be worth it. And I think everybody has that moment where you're like, all right, this is worth it. And you, and then that's why I was saying earlier, like the hard decisions get easier because you know that the payoff is going to be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, well, and you you can feel the baby wins along the way. I mean, I think it's hard in the beginning and then each little milestone. And then, of course, you have one step back every once in a while and you're like, oh, "Oh, crush. Five steps back. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Like, remember when I was graduating from grad school and I just had like a complete anxiety filled breakdown? I do. But look where you, I mean, we made it. Right? We got through it. We just, just a little baby step back. My poor parents. I have the sweetest parents in the whole world. And I was just <laughs> distraught. And they just stared at me and were like, you're the best. <laughs> you can do anything. Which also, I married a man who does exactly the same thing. Anytime I'm like, I don't think I can do it. He's like, you can do everything. <laughs> I have the most supportive humans in my life. Like... I don't think that there's anything Clay thinks I can't do in business. And I laugh because I'm like, I, you've watched me do math. Stop telling people that I can help them with math-oriented <laughs> work things. I don't want to. No. They have a calculator. <laughs> Amazing. So the reason I mentioned the support system, by the way, is because it's a lot easier to take the high, uh, harder road when you um, have some cheerleaders on your side. And I will say, you know, I think sometimes people who don't have a strong support system think that they need all of these people to constantly be cheering them on. And you don't, you need one, you need one solid person, one good person in your corner. Um, and you can pretty much do anything. And like that, and that's one of the reasons I chose the path that I did is because I wanted to be that corner person for other people because I had two people that really, no matter what happened, were there for me to support me. And I just, I I think, you know, I think there is a misconception that you need to have all these supporters. It's like, no, for the most part, you're going to have less supporter or more, you're going to have less supporters than people who will support you because it's just, that's just the way life is. So if you have that one person who is constantly cheering you on, if you need that person, we'll be those people. Um, But, you know, it, it doesn't take a lot. It takes a lot of you believing in yourself. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Just that ability to say I can do it. All right. So question number three, Kate. Why not just take the easy way out? Why not shortcut it? So for me, it's kind of what we talked about earlier. It's the sense of accomplishment. 
um, you can take a shortcut, but there's no, in, in everything that I do now, I try to find how I can do things and find the longevity because I don't want to just be successful for the next year or two years or three years or five years or 10 years. I want to be successful for the rest of my life, right? Like I don't work out five to six days a week because I want to be in shape for the next two years or three years. I want to be in shape for the rest of my life as much as I possibly can. And so I have tried quick fixes in so many other ways. I've tried taking the easy way out. And honestly, for me, it's always just backfired. Like it's never actually worked out the way that it should. Um, And so that's just my advice is like, I know that this is hard. I know that whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that you are struggling with, we understand that it's hard, but we also want you to understand how much value is in that reward. When you finally get to that point where you start to really feel that you're doing whatever it is that you've been wanting to do and you feel good about it, you will look back on that and you're like, you know what? That made me stronger. Like taking the hard road, not taking the shortcuts, don't underestimate how much that can help you grow and how much stronger that that can make you for for the future because that's the thing thing about you know a path of success and a, you know with careers and with everything is like it's this is it's not going to get okay I don't want to sound morbid and say it's not going to get easier because it does get easier it get, it gets easier but it doesn't you know what I mean like it gets easier I like for that you, to, you use the term process. morbid just I don't want to sound morbid oh. I, <laughs> well, I want people to be like it doesn't get easier and I'm like no it does but it gets easier because you get stronger. I yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think um but I think it's also the other side of it is accepting that sometimes like shit goes wrong. And mm-hmm. I I wish that that wasn't the case, but then again, if everything was wonderful all the time, it would be so weird. So like it's also it okay though. to understand that as bumps come up and bumps go along the way, I mean, be upset about it. You can be frustrated. Um, you can be sad, whatever, but you have to be able to pick up and keep going. Yeah. It's not about how hard you fall. It's how you get back up. It's not about how many times you make a mistake. Well, I think you get to a point where a mistake is no longer a mistake, but you know what I'm saying? It's not about how many times that you fall down. It's the fact that you continue to learn and grow from your experiences and understand that like we get, like we get it, like this shit is hard. And like you said, like sometimes stuff goes wrong And I think there are so many like fake things out there that make it seem like success and all like just that it's easy and it's not easy. That's how I feel about the shortcut. (laughs) Basically, I think it's a load of crap. That's how I feel about the shortcut. I do. I think it's a load of crap. Like why take the shortcut and then you're like facing the same situation or the same thing down the road and you're like oh i have to take another shortcut when you could have just done it the right way the first time the hard way but the better way because to me it's more fulfilling (laughs) so becca what about you why not just take the shortcut why not just you know instant gratification over longevity you know, I've just never had a shortcut payoff. Um, I think <laughs> we are lucky people. <laughs> We've tried, y'all. We really have tried. <laughs> well, and and I don't think it's because it's just like a total abomination. Usually it does work for like a little bit and there's some sort of payoff 
quickly that I like can feel and touch. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So obviously I made a really good decision. Um, but without fail, pretty much any time I've tried to make the decision to do something in a way that in my heart I knew I probably should have been doing it differently. Yep. Yep. Um, every single time there's some kind of immediate gain with like a long term loss. <laughs> Whatever that loss may be. Um, it's, you know, in times it's been friendships, it's been money, it's been jobs. Um, and I think a lot of that learning curve is why, in my opinion, I'm becoming a more rounded adult. I think I, oh, yeah. the older I get, and hopefully I just improve in that, um, you know, I, I still obviously have my flaws, but um, being able to look back at these mistakes that I made and say like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that twice or at least not like this third time it's coming up, Becca, don't do it again. Um, I can look back and be like, okay, nope, that, that didn't work out. I got to reassess. I got to do it better this time. And I usually do. Um, or, I, you know, at least a little bit better. Um, and it's those little baby steps. So I, yes. I just, I don't know. I've had a, a number of things blow right up in my face. And so I think <laughs> that um, I would rather, I tell people all the time, I also refer to myself as this when I'm running. But, you know, I'm the turtle. I'm all about slow and steady. Slow and steady. I am also, y'all, like the slowest runner ever, and no one that I run with is a slow runner. So I'm also the I like turtle running with you. there. Um, but I am. I'm slow and steady. I will finish the race. We have one friend who is not a slow runner, and I guarantee you when she listens, she will know. I ran <laughs> my fastest mile with her, and I thought I was going to die, but I felt and like she's a, a gazelle. gazelle. Yeah. <laughs> You know who you are. We love you so much, but I do prefer to run with Becca because she's more my speed. <laughs> slow. Slow is Becca's speed. But in all the, I mean, in all the things, just slow and steady, like you said. Just slow and steady. And I, you know, it's about the grind. Um, you know, there's, I wish I could remember the psychiatrist, psychologist's name, psychiatrist's name. I don't know. Um, Did they write prescriptions because that's. I don't know. Oh, I, okay. I, that, yeah, I know the difference. <laughs> I don't know what she, she was a researcher nonetheless, but she talks about grit. Um, and I don't think you know the extent of your grit if you don't take the hard road. 100%. And your grit affects everything. And I think 2020 really showed us that, that grit, that resilience. If you didn't have resilience last year, you probably had a really hard time because it was like every day something new was happening right. in our world, in our work, in our home. Um, and if you don't have the ability to be like, oh, yeah, swerve and, and just, just like try again. Um, and if you can't be like, oh, I can't believe I did that and move on, um, you you won't be successful. And also just like admitting to it. I, I have a ton of mistakes and I, I have said in another show, I hope I don't run into some of the people <laughs> of my past. But if I do, like it's okay. I'm willing to look them in the eye and be like, look, I probably don't even know the things that I said to you that were hurtful, but I'm yeah. sure I said them and I'm sorry. And I think in the world we live in today, if you're not able to like own your mistakes yeah. and 
own just things that you have to go through to find your end, um, you're going to have a lot harder of a time being successful. Um, and you see that come up time and time again, that people who don't admit to mistakes and, you know, people who continuously take shortcuts, they keep having to deny mistakes. And, yeah. you know, I just, I know that I don't want to be that person. Certainly not professionally, but I think a lot of how we execute our professional life mirrors in mm -hmm. ways how we execute our personal lives. Um, well, and I think too, like it's not, we're not saying that when things have, when bad things happen to you, that you just need to get over it. That's not what we're saying. Um, but we do think that there's a certain way that you can go about processing things that is healthy and you can still like, like she said earlier, you can still be sad. You can still be frustrated. You can still be angry, but you can turn it into a growing moment rather than a time where you get pushed back even further. In fact, I will usually be the one to tell you to do the opposite. I usually say, feel it, live in it, be there. <laughs> Like, like have all of the feelings so to. that you can just get through it. Because you I, when you, when you push it down on the inside, it, it will bubble over. Yeah. And then you like murder people. Um, I, murder. <laughs> eventually we're going to do a, like a murder Monday or something. So anybody who likes that, get ready. Oh, that's coming. I just want to see how this thing pans out. This is my test <laughs> podcast. This is our test run. Yeah. I am obsessed Speak with true crime. Murder. <laughs> murder Monday. Murder. Um, <laughs> I am obsessed with true crime podcasts. And y'all, like, let us know. Just start liking stuff and be like, I'm ready for the true crime. And I will start busting out those episodes, too. Yeah. We'll split out well, days of release. For... You can just listen to us <laughs> She's all ready. week. She's already well, got them planned. Um, but that also goes for any other topics too like i just want to plug that in there if there's anything that you oh, guys want actually to hear more us, so when it comes to this particular podcast about, please share what? please <laughs> please share as much as we do come up with good things ourselves i mean we've been creating content for two years we would love to be able to talk about some stuff that people not actually, that she's like, proud of herself hear or about. anything um i'm very proud of us okay <laughs> and and while i'm saying that i'm gonna cheers you and drink some champagne oh there we go. But I did want to say, because you mentioned something about 2020, I truly think that the things that happened last year, I, and I'm going to admit this, I underestimated the amount of people that came out stronger and didn't let 2020 destroy them. Oh, yeah. Like, I am, I'm, I've met so many people that I'm like, good for you. Like, good that, for That, like, started you. something they've been waiting yes. for. Like, they or, were like, you yeah. know what? Yes. Like, yeah. I, so if you are one of those people, we are, I mean, congratulations. Like, we are those people. We're doing this podcast. If you're. Also, if you, like, only put your pants on every day, but you showed up to work. Say, like, like, that's also awesome. And it was a really hard year. <laughs> any sort of win that kept you going. Anything that kept you going last year. Like, cheers to you. Becca, do you have any final takeaways for our lovely audience who has listened to us for this long? <laughs> um, yeah. So when it comes to, you know, however you want to say it, taking the hard road or, you know, showing that you have grit or digging in or pushing harder, you know, just know that there is no reason to follow it any path based on what you think other people are doing or seeing or 
you know, whatever that is. And that's why the reason that I say that is, you know, I use the example of school, but also said, you know, but I, I don't want any of you all to think school is the only option. You know, there's a lot of hard roads that don't consist of school. Um, but it's about picking your road. And I think that being able to pick your road and kind of think about your future makes it a lot easier to stay on the path. Yeah. So, um, cause I've, I, as someone who has been on path and off path, I've, I've gone off roading a good time or two. Um, <laughs> I can tell you that a lot of it is goals. It was like when I was just kind of floating, I was just kind of there. Mm -hmm. I didn't have something to work towards, you know, and I've even told you that when it comes to like losing weight or running for me, like I need to sign up for a run and that's just who I am as a person. Right. Like whatever the goal is for me, but I consistently set them so that I'm never without floating anymore and the reason that I do that is because I truly think I have like that idle hands thing if my hands are idle for too long I'll get them into something you remember that movie it was I, weird <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, but you're right um yeah like I'll, I'll find yeah. something that's maybe not as productive to do and so it's much better to just fill my time um with production and then also just like fiercely believing in myself that I can do it. Like I said, I'm just, I'm going to go to grad school. I'm going to do, if you speak it into existence, it makes it a lot harder to stop working on it because it's part of your daily routine. It's part of your daily self-talk. It's your why. It's your why. And And it's just, if you can keep it, you know, there's so many programs out there that say you take it one step at a time. That's life is one step at a time. And so every day, one day at a time, one day at a time, you're working on whatever's next. If you're not leaving that up in the air, yeah, you'll probably fill it. I love that. Um, okay, Kate. I love that. Final thoughts? Um, and I like that you, one day at a time, of people who know me, like that's my, I'm like, just one day at a time. Like when people talk about their fitness goals or other things, and they're like, I can't do it. I'm like, girl, it's one day at a time. Just one day at a time. Because like, you can't do it today. You can, And it's fine. But find your win for the day. Maybe your win was, like you said, putting pants on and going to work. I mean, that's a freaking win. So Some days that's my win. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? If I'm ever putting on real pants, I should probably get like a medal or something. Um, <laughs> so my final takeaways, as I mentioned earlier, nothing worth it is ever easy. Um, that's just how I feel about everything I have learned. I have learned so much from, I'm going to have to give a lot of credit to my fitness journey because I had so many deeply rooted issues with myself that stemmed from my just insane amount of insecurity and not having confidence in myself. And I think it started as a physical thing, but it slowly transformed. I mean, let's be real. It's been over a decade Um, but it transformed into a personal and for me, because I, I chose to take the hard route. I chose to take the long way. Now I will say at first, I mean, I've made a lot of decisions. Like Becca said, like I've tried to do a lot of things, the shortcut and it doesn't ever work out. It actually usually backfires and then worse things happen. And then I'm in a situation where I have to deal with not only what I was supposed to deal with, but now what I created because I didn't deal with that. Um, Oh, while I cry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I just, You know, I just want everybody to know that, like I said, whatever you're going through, whatever it is that you're doing, it is hard. 
Do not let anybody sit there and try to make you feel like it's not that hard. You should be doing better. Absolutely not. Like it is hard, but it's meant to be hard because you are just like working out. You are working that muscle of your mind, your brain to condition yourself to believe in yourself. Like like Becca said, like fiercely believe in yourself and know like when you look back and, and how you use goals, like you're like, okay, I want to get in, I want to lose this weight for this, or I want to make sure I have this done by this time. For me, when I'm working towards something, I look back on when I did it before or when I, you know, when I like, I'm like, I've, I've gotten through this. I've done this before. Yeah. I can do it again. I've done harder things. I can totally do this. Or it's a situation where I'm like, all right, this is going to be probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. But I can do hard shit. I can do hard things because that's what I've chosen. And and I think it's a taking the hard road. You choose to believe that you can do the hard stuff. And and I think that's just really important to remind people is like, yes, it is hard, but you're harder. Right? Yeah, that you can do the hard stuff. Yeah. You can. And you can grow from it. And that's what you should take. I mean, from like it. usually it sucks. I do. I oh, mean, it like, does suck. Like for hard. real. It is. It sucks. It really does. But another thing, my last thing that I will say, and I try to remind people of this all the time, you're not alone. You're not alone. It can feel like it sometimes, but truly you are not alone. And if, you know, like I said, having that one person or two or whoever is in your corner. And the winds are legit epic. The winds are freaking epic. Like they really are. They really pay off. Like it really does. Taking taking the hard road, whatever, I mean, whatever you want to call it. The payoff is just amazing, like coming from doing it the other way. So you're not alone. We know it's hard, but keep crushing it because we believe in you. And whoever, if you're listening, we may not even know you, but we believe in you. That is my takeaway. Way to be, way to be. So uh, we just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to our third episode. I can't believe... You know, what's funny is it was harder for me to keep up with a blog weekly than this like this. I'm like, yeah, I get to go hang out with my best friend and have breakfast and drink mimosas and record and chat. Um, so because a blog is so much formatting. I know. Ugh. And formatting. Anyway, so we just want to thank you guys sincerely. Um, this is our third episode. Remember, subscribe, rate, leave us reviews, all of the fun things, because yes we love that you're listening but we also want your feedback um and also that helps us too so we really really appreciate that helps us big time like we don't know why it's just a funky little algorithm so if you're in your podcast app please 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 subscribe to our podcast and rate us five stars because it helps <laughs> us get sponsors. And I don't care if you rate us five stars and then you're like, Bleh, in the comments. It doesn't. I don't care. Um, it doesn't. But like, why would you not rate us five stars? If you want to leave real feedback, I'm totally down to read it and well, yeah. I'll take it and, you know, do something with it. But if you have no desire to leave any real feedback, but just want to rate us five stars, like. Oh, uh, we're way too please. young to have offended anybody yet. Uh, um, <laughs> um, you can contact us at our website at Rose goldcoaching.com again that is rosegoldcoaching.com or you can email us directly at speakrosegold at gmail.com 
Um, and of course, our daily co- uh, content is put out on Instagram at Speak Rose Gold. So join us next time. We are really excited. Um, we're going to do an episode where we speak with two really good friends of ours who have agreed to share with us their career path in special education and counseling, why they do what they do, and how they have adapted to the changes specifically due to COVID. And possibly a little bit about life on a farm. So get ready oh well there's all kinds of sidebars yeah fun little um side stories that get excited (laughs) so thank you again so much everyone and remember Remember to to live live rose gold. gold